0: Hallelujah. Uh, Real quick, as most of you know, we are in the middle of a series called uh, Incredible Faith. Amen? So I'm still able to, even though we're in the sermon series called Incredible Faith, we're still going to tie the mothers into this. So real quick, if you can stand on your feet for the reading of God's word. Uh, Real quick, one scripture. Uh, Exodus 2 and 2. Real quick, it says, So the woman conceived and bore a son. And when she saw that he was a beautiful child, she hid him three months. You don't mind helping me announce my text? Mama's faith. Mama's faith. Yeah, Mama's Mama. faith. Mama's faith is something, something that we need, amen. amen? We need Mama's faith. So you may be seated in the presence of the Lord as we deal with Mama's faith. As we're dealing, and most of you know that are here that I teach in series, so they build and build on principles and principles, so it's important to make sure you hear that you're catching the series, so I do want to review a couple of things real quick before we dig in today's text. Um, the goals of the series are three of them that I want everyone to have is to understand what faith is and what faith isn't, because sometimes we think we know what faith is, but we really don't know. Amen. Learn principles through scriptures that will build your faith. The Bible calls for us to do what. Build up our most, most holy faith So your faith must be built up Just like you build up your muscles And you build up your credit Or whatever you're trying to build You got to put some action to it to build Amen So we got to build up our faith And the last one is to walk in your God given authority And that's where I think like lack a lot of We don't realize how much authority and power God has given us He's given us dominion over the earth But again when the enemy comes in and tricks us And attacks us And we don't walk in our authority that God has called us to do So real quick uh, the base scripture of everything is now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. We talked last week about faith is the substance, which means faith has to have substance. It's not just blind faith. I can't say uh, because I believe in God, I'm going to jump off this building. No, it's a law called gravity. You're going to fall, you're going to die. Uh, that's, that, that wouldn't be wise. It's not blind faith. Faith has to have substance to what it has to be. Built into reality Something that is actually obtainable To have faith So it must have some substance to it But we talked about the evidence of things not seen Even though I can't see it I still got evidence that it can happen Because of who God said he is So we must understand what faith is And faith is nothing more than this A a confident expectation And I have that because of who God says he is Amen I just want to do that quick little review And we are going to jump into today's text I got to give you some pretext before I jump into the context. Uh, Joseph, who was one of Israel's 12 sons, uh, I talked about him in our Family Matters series. Joseph, he's the one that got uh, his brothers betrayed him. Uh, They didn't like him. He was daddy's favorite child. So they threw him over uh, into slavery, into Egypt. So Joseph ended up going over to Egypt. Well, that's where he stayed. And and God blessed Joseph in Egypt. And Egypt was the powerhouse of the world at this time. They were running everything. The Egyptians and the Hebrews ended up becoming united because Pharaoh respected the spirit of God that was in Joseph. Uh, He had such an excellent spirit and he was able to have dreams and visions so Pharaoh respected him so much that he made him second in command in all of Egypt. This is amazing because he's a foreigner. You don't let no foreigner come in your territory. But because he respected the spirit of God in him, he made him second in command. So now now the children of Israel are there Joseph has died, he's gone But the children of Israel are still in Egypt And this is where we pick up In Exodus chapter 1 It says this Now there arose a new king over Egypt Who did not know Joseph And he said to his people Look, the people of the children of Israel Are more and mightier than we Come let us deal truly with them Lest they multiply And it happen in the event of war That they also join our enemies And fight against us and so go up out the land. So, uh, I don't know who said this, but somebody said all good things must come to an end. Yeah, it seems like the Jackson 5 broke up. Yeah, Kobe and Shaq didn't make it. <laughs> uh, Destiny Child gone, Beyonce took her own thing. So all good things seem like they come to an end and we see a new king who pops up and he's crippled with fear. What is fear? I told you that last week. Fear is nothing but false evidence appearing real. Fear is not real, but this person is crippled with fear. So we see a king who respected the foreigners, who honored Joseph, and all the uh, Hebrews obviously loved this king. Then we see a new king who comes up, and he's blinded by his own fear. This is why we must walk by faith and not by sight. Because when we start moving by our sight, guess what? We get fearful and then we can't move forward. We get paralyzed where we're at. And we start making up our own schemes. It's like we try to become God. I got to fix this. I got to have point A, point B, point C, point D. And that ain't what God said all the time. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with planning. You should plan if you need something in life. Don't get it twisted. But God has a way of making things happen that you didn't even plan for. It. So you must trust him. It paralyzes us when we're fearful and we can't move forward. So the king... First thing he does is he tries to control them. He said, guess what? I'm going to make them do some strenuous work. I'm going to make them build them pyramids. I'm going to make them, they're going to be slain. We're going to whoop them. We're going to do whatever we need to do because they got to know we in charge. Because he's fear, he's fearful. He tries to take over them. And it trips me out. It, it messes me up because I know when people are fearful, they start acting crazy. Yeah, you yeah, start acting a fool when, you, when you're paralyzed by fear. So, So he thought if I put all this pressure on them to continue to build, they would stop reproducing. Yeah, they was tired, but not that tired. Yeah, 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 no, no, no. They wasn't that tired. Even slaves in America, we know we went through some strenuous times, but we wasn't that tired to stop producing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There ain't enough slavery and work to make sure ain't no baby-making going on. So they made, so so they continue to produce even more, so the king's plan has failed. Let's look at what he does next. So then the king of Egypt spoke to the Hebrew midwives, of whom the names of Shipra and the name of Pua. And he said, When you do the duties of a midwife for the Hebrew woman and you see them on the birth stools, if it is a son, then you shall kill it. But if it is a daughter, then they shall live. Woo! There's some cold blooded instructions right there. If it's a boy, let it live. If it's a daughter, kill it is what the king said do and looking at this even messed me up because i feel like we almost living in those same times uh uh uh, we got what we got we got young black men that are what killing each other we have young black men that are, are, are going to jail the prison the pipeline we have issues even in our society where it seems like if it's a boy you can kill it but if it's a woman you can let it live So we see the king has made this instruction, but I love the midwives. Check out their response. It says, but the midwives feared God and did not do as the king of Egypt commanded, but saved the male children alive. Yeah, yeah, I love that. The midwives feared God. I don't know if them sisters had any children of their own. I I don't know. that The Bible doesn't tell me that. I, I don't know what they did, but I do know this, that they were midwives. That means what? They seen that lady have some contraptions. Yeah. Yeah. If they were midwives, they seen that water break. Yeah. If they were midwives, they had to help them women push them babies. There wasn't no C-sections going on at this time. They had to help them women go through. So all that the midwives seen, they knew one thing. That motherhood was a gift from God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Any sister that has went through having a child knows that it is a miracle. That you should praise God for your babies. It is a miracle to even have a child. It messes us up because... Childbirth has become so common and so normal, we don't think it's a miracle no more. Do you know there has to be the right time of the month and your cycle has to line up and the edge? All these things have to go on just to even have a baby. Amen. And then so the have it, so they are tripped out. So I feel this principle right here is in this text right here because the king gave them some ungodly instructions. And even to us, we might have jobs and employers. But guess what? If they tell you something to disobey God, don't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they're giving you ungodly instructions, your best bet is to follow God's instructions. The midwives took care of what God said took care of. They honored the women and honored honored the children and honored the families. So I'm encouraged that if God, if I take care of God's business, God gonna take care of me. Amen. Yeah, Amen. yeah. So the Hebrews are multiplying mightily. Pharaoh is upset now because the Hebrews continue to grow. God bless the midwives. So the crazy thing is now. His fear and his plan didn't work. Now he's going to even more drastic measures. Yeah, yeah I'm praying to see what happens because we got a leader in our country that seems to be trying to use fear to control us, trying to use fear to control us. They're coming over the border. They're coming over this. So we got illegal aliens and so we got to do this. So if we don't get a wall built, what you going to result to next? Because fear makes you act unrational. So look at, look, at, look at what Pharaoh's done now. So the meanwhile didn't follow his instructions. Look at what Pharaoh said. It says, so Pharaoh commanded all his people saying, every son who was born, you shall cast into the river, and every daughter you shall save alive. We see a leader that has no regard for motherhood. He's upset after every child was born, after nine months of carrying this baby, of going through all these emotions and doing all these things, he wants his people to come and take the baby and throw him in the river? Ah, man. Now, not only is he depending on the midwives, he invokes the whole nation into his plan. So now we got the what's going on. I got to give you today the three Ps of motherhood, and then we're going to roll them out this thing. So there's three Ps of motherhood that I want to impress upon you today. Man, three Ps of motherhood. And the first P is protection. Yeah, yeah. Protection is the first one. Let's look at the text. And a man of the house of Levi went and took a wife of the daughter of Levi, So the woman conceived and bore a son. And when she saw that he was a beautiful child, she hid him for three months. So this is talking about uh, Moses' mom, the house of Levi. Um, The house of Levi. So Moses' daddy was a priest. He took a wife for him who also was a daughter of a priest. Uh, uh, I love this because you have a man who's a priest who takes a woman who's a priest. And they come together and they have this baby and conceive this. The man loves God and the woman loves God. And they have a baby. Notice that it says that he found a wife of the priest of Levi. He found a wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bible is clear. That he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor of the Lord. Amen, man. Not her that finds him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I missed that. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor of the Lord. Maybe you messing up his favor cause you keep trying to find him. Maybe you can't be his good thing because you keep trying to find him. That ain't how God designed it. He's supposed to find you. Yeah, yeah. And then now you ain't, you ain't his good thing. You his headache. Because you wouldn't looking for him no way. I'm going to say that for relationship series. I'm going to say that for relationship series. I, 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 y'all ain't fooling y'all dang. Uh, 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 but he finds her. And through tr- Jewish tradition, we know that Moses' mother's name is Jacobed. So she bears a son. And when she saw he was a beautiful child. I believe in my heart there's probably no more joy in a mother after holding that baby inside of her Finally gets to hold it when it comes out I can't even imagine how y'all feel when the doctor puts that baby in y'all hands I can't even imagine Probably some relief Probably some yes I get, I get to breathe a little bit Even on my ribs and my, my side and moving and keeping me up at night But still to know that God has blessed me that this thing was growing inside of me So, so she looks at the baby and it's beautiful to her And I don't think she's talking about what the baby looks like. I just think she's talking about what God has given her. That this is beautiful to me. Because the truth be told, that's why we have sayings like this. That's a face only a mother could love. Uh, Because it's so beautiful to me. I don't care what you say about my baby. This is my baby. It's beautiful to me. So he gives her this baby. And she's happy and excited Excited about what God has done to her And I gotta love this Because the baby is beautiful I can only imagine what's going through her mind now Because now we gotta make a decision here soon Because why? They gonna try to take my baby My baby might have to go to this river So, so, so I believe because Pops knows God And Mom knows God that, 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 that I have a daughter that's watching me Named Miriam I gotta do something for my baby yeah, yeah. It says she hid the baby for three months, so she did all she can do. Uh, uh, but Miriam is a little girl, and I believe she's watching how her mother is handling this crisis. Yeah, she has another son named Aaron who was spared by the midwife, so she has a brother and a sister, uh, two other siblings watching how her mom is dealing with her little brother when she knows that he's supposed to be cast into the river. All mothers in the house, don't miss this. Don't think for one second your children ain't watching every step you make. Don't think for one second they ain't watching how you operate and how you move. They are watching, they're like sponges, they are soaking it up. So check this out, so 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 y'all know the saying is what? That it's papa's, mama's baby and papa's baby. Why do we say that? Because y'all have them. Lady Thomas used to hate me when we wasn't married. Why? Because the baby lived with her. Couldn't help it. She wanna go somewhere. Hey, mama's baby, papa's baby. Not that I would deny my child, but guess what? That's your baby. Until we get married, they gonna naturally live with you and be with you. So so we understand that the mothers have a whole different role and responsibility. So the mothers, watch this, you gotta be mindful of the examples that we are setting before our children. Yeah, yeah. I believe this your son will pick a woman based on how his mother is. That will influence him on his dating decisions. Because he's going to be looking for a woman That is similar to mama Because that's what mama is So, so we know this, the first P is protection So we all know this, mama bear it, Ain't going to let nothing happen to her cubs Yeah, mama bear it, ain't going to let nothing happen to her cubs We know that, uh, I believe any mother That's called to be a mother knows that I'm going to protect my kids, I'm going to fight for my kids No matter what, through hell or high water I'm going to fight for these babies because I love them I'm not going to let nothing happen to them I'm not going to let nothing get out of control Because I'm going to do what I can to protect them So let's look at the text. Verse 3. But when she could no longer hide him, she took an ark of brushes for him, dabbed it with asphalt and pitch, put the child in it, and laid it in the reeds by the riverbank. And his sister stood afar off to know what would be done to him. So she couldn't hide him no more. I don't know. Maybe Moses is a greedy little baby. Maybe Moses wants to eat all the time, man. And he hollering and screaming at the crib and like, hey, we got to do something with this boy. I don't know what Moses' issue is, but something happened where she said, I can't hide him no more. So what did she do? It said she took an ark of brushes, dabbed with asphalt, and pitched and put the child inside. Uh, excuse me, but I know Jacobette is a sister that has faced some opposition in her life. Why? Because she just made something out of nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason kids are, should be standing on their feet and applauding you and praising you because mama can make something out of nothing. Yeah, yeah. How is mama able to pay rent, take care of us, and feed us, and make a meal, a meal that will last all week, whether it's chili or tacos, whatever, get us to school, take care of us, help us with our homework, do everything. Why? Because mama is taking care of us, and she loves you. Mama will make sure you're looking fresh, to show, and she go without. That's what real mothers do. So mama is taking care of all these things that are going on. And it says that uh, his sister stood afar off and watched what would be done with him. So only real mothers know about this word. It's called improvise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only a mama knows how to improvise. We're going to make an ark for my son. We're going to put this together and put that together. Sometimes mama has to do some crazy things to make things work. So her child's life is in danger. So she goes and says, I'm going to improvise. I'm going to take care of my son and make sure he gets to be where he needs to be. But I believe this is why she has that that, that premonition to do this. Why? Because she's a praying mama. The second P. Yeah, yeah. She's a praying mama. Think about this. Pharaoh has ordered the Egyptians to throw away all the baby boys into the Nile River. The Nile River is not the White River over here, y'all. i got to come to inform you. It's not, it's not that kind of river, no. The Nile River is extremely dangerous. Why? You have poisonous snakes in the Nile River. You have huge, aggressive animals in the Nile River. You have crocodiles in the Nile, Nile River. You have piranhas that are in the Nile River. The Nile River is extremely dangerous. She has all kinds of reasons not to never step foot in the Nile or near the Nile. I believe she would tell your children not to play nowhere near that river. I don't want to lose you or something happen to you. But guess what? It trips me out because I know she was praying because she decides to put her son inside of what is supposed to be an instrument to destroy him. Mm-mm-mm. How do you want to put your son in something that's meant to destroy him? That, that don't make no sense that's how I know she was a praying mama because only the God I serve would tell me to go in the midst of the thing that is meant to destroy me only the God I serve would tell me to go into something that's meant to be my demise uh, Yeah, you yeah, will prove it I'll prove it I'll prove it uh, yea do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I walk through the valley of the shadow of death What what God said He said but I will fear no evil for you are with me Your rod and your staff Both of them comfort me So death is supposed to destroy me But God uses it to deliver me Oh my God Death is supposed to have me fearful Death is supposed to have me scared Death is the unknown But God says no you can't fear death Because I am with you I'm here to help you Uh, Only God could have told his mother To put her baby in the river Beryl's been using this to destroy the babies but I'm going to use it to deliver my people Ooh, I'm challenging all mothers in here please intercede and pray for your babies please mama don't be so busy chasing that bag that you ain't praying for your babies don't be so busy with your social life and going out and having fun and doing all these things and then you ain't praying for your babies because guess what you can't go everywhere with your babies I need God to be my eyes when I'm not there. I need God to be my hands when I'm not there. I need God to guide them and protect them when I'm not when I'm not there. Why? Because uh, the older mothers and sister mothers know this that that when they're younger, they're on your lap, but when they're older, they're on your heart. So, so because I got grown children now, don't mean I don't need to intercede for my kids. I gotta ask God to protect them even more now because I'm more out the picture. So you got to pray for them babies. Please don't let a day go by, pray for them babies. I mean, Lady Thomas, take that seriously, y'all. Y'all gonna come in this room and pray with us every night. Wake up, get out your sleep. Come in here in this bed and pray with us. Uh, In the morning, we actually pray, we cover them in the morning. Why? All the school shootings we got going on. All the negative influences they got going on. All the teachers that just might not like your son because they your son or your child. Might be prejudiced toward them. It's too much outside. Even our young children that we not around them all the time. So you must invite God into your life to take care of your babies. Amen. Amen. So, so 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 the text says this. Back. Verse 4 says she's she's a far off. His sister's a far off. So Moses' sister, we learn later on, her name is Miriam, and she's right there, and she's watching out for her brother. Uh, To see what happens to him But I love this because of the example mom got Big sister got a motherly spirit in her Because she got to be a little child She can't be that old I'm guessing about 7 or so But she's like look here I got to see what happens to my brother So I'm going to go and watch and see what's going on And and, and it trips me out I don't know what's going on Maybe the Egyptians are coming Maybe hey, this is the day we got to get rid of it We're going through all kind of anguish But she says I got to go and watch And gives a report to my mama But the Bible says that what? That she went and watched But why did she watch? Check it out Look what happened Verse 5 Then the daughter of Pharaoh Came down to bathe at the river And her maiden Walked alongside The riverside And when she saw The ark among the reeds She sent her maid To get it And when she opened it She saw the child And behold the baby wept So she had compassion on him And said This is one of the Hebrews' children Wow God might not come When you want him to but he always on time Amen. He might not come when you want him to When you desire Because if she had her way She probably would have him Moses until he was grown And He always been alive That, that would have been her way to protect my baby But no, 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 no God allowed him to go to the river So you mean to tell me God is so good That when she put him in the river At that moment, at that time So happened the Pharaoh's daughter Who was ordering the hit on babies Is taking a bath At that time She put her baby in a floating device in the river, y'all, at three months. We won't put our baby in a floating device in the bathtub. We'll be scared to death. She put her baby in a floating device and put him in a river in dangerous way. And guess what? She sees it, she tells her maids to go open it, and she sees it. It's a baby and she has compassion. I don't know if she has any children at this time, but guess what? She got a mother's heart. Yeah, yeah, she got a mother's heart uh, Because she had compassion on a Hebrew child Why? Because she know her daddy, her daddy rules She supposed to sponsor that baby It's a Hebrew child But she decides to have compassion on it and keep it So if, I don't know if she had any children I don't know what's going on in her life uh, uh, But some people who don't have any biological children Don't mean they're not mothers Yeah, yeah uh, uh, Those mothers that have foster kids grandmothers raising their grandchildren all the reasons that aren't always negative sometimes life just happens it ain't always got to be a negative reason sometimes life just happens but guess what our world would look like if we didn't have these women that tried to raise kids that weren't theirs thank God for the compassion that mothers have the compassionate heart because I don't see men lining up at adoption agencies yeah. I don't see men lining up uh, Brothers ain't lining up to go adopt kids Nah, nah, not by themselves, not single No, nah, no, that ain't happening So think about this, where would we be if without, As a society, if it wasn't for those mothers That maybe couldn't birth the child But steps in and still raises the child So we gotta give God credit For taking care of those And that's why the, the praying mother Has to be on her job because the praying mother has to kick in. Because why? Because look at what she did. She rescued her son from murder. murder. She rescued her son from a life of slavery. Now he's being raised up in royalty. Mm, mm-mm. The praying mother rescued her son from death, rescued him from slavery. Now he's getting the opportunity to be raised up in a whole other situation because she's praying for her son. Let's look at what Pharaoh's daughter does. Then his sister said to Pharaoh, Shall I go and call the nurse for you, for the Hebrew woman, that she may nurse the child for you? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, so go. So the maiden went and called the child's mother. Woo. I like marrying y'all. I, I love that little girl. Yeah, she's sharp. We get to the last P and I'm almost done. Uh, 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 check this out. Not only does a mother pray and protect, but guess what? A mother provides. Amen. Yeah, yeah, she provides. I love that. I love that. Uh, look at the scripture. So, so Pharaoh's daughter comes up, and, and Miriam sees it. She said, "Hey, hey, hey, hey! I, hey you need somebody to nurse that baby? For that baby crying. He needs something to eat. You need somebody. Said, go find somebody for me." So guess what she does? She goes and get her mama to come take care of her brother. Uh, I love this. I love this. I love this. I love this. this. Mama didn't raise no food. Uh, uh, Miriam said, look here, I'm seeing what's happening to my brother. I'm seeing how this whole story is panning out. And then I come down and realize that now Pharaoh's daughter gets her. So now guess what? I got to make an intelligent request. I got a woman that can feed her. Do you need somebody that can nurse you? Because you're not reproducing right now. It's not your baby. But I got somebody that can help you. Should I call for the nurse? Uh, 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 can I call for the nurse? And she goes and gets her mother. I know it's Mother's Day, but can y'all see God at work? Amen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because her daughter cared about her brother. That means, guess what? Love was being raised in that house. Amen. Yeah, yeah. They didn't, she didn't have, She didn't hate her little brother. Sibling love was in that house. So because she cared for her brother, she went and made some move. She was able to go get her mama to come and not, only th- and not only just come, but be there to be nursing her baby. So this trips me out. This is why I know God is so awesome, because the mama is thinking that I might have lost my baby, but he only missed the feeding. She thought she lost her baby But really he only missed the feeding Because he hungry now with Pharaoh's wife uh, I wish I had a church in here that knew God can return what you lost uh, I, I wish I knew People knew that God could fix what you thought was broken That God could redeem what you thought was unredeemable God is in the blessing business The fixing business He puts things back together again And does it in a way that he gets out of the glory That's why I love God Because the way he does it you can't deny it wasn't him So God says You know what I'm going to send you that way Go go! take care of the baby. She's running to go get, her, go get her son. And look what happened. Then Pharaoh's daughter says to her, check this out. Take this child away and nurse him for me. And I will give you wages. So the woman took the child and nursed him. And the child grew and she bought him to Pharaoh's daughter and he became her son. So she called his name Moses because I drew him out of water. alright Y'all can bid me goodbye after this. Uh, I don't know. I want to jump out of my skin for this. this I love this right here. Uh, Pharaoh's daughter says this. Take the child with you and I will give you wages. Amen. Wow. You about to pay me for taking care of my own baby? Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. A baby I sent away and, and, and was praying to God have some favor on. Now you about to pay me to take care of my baby to do what I want to do anyway? Amen. So not only did God give her her baby back, but he paid her while she was doing it. Amen. Uh, uh, I want to speak over your life. If you grow as a mother, God will grow you in your finances. Yes, yes. If you grow as a mother and continue to take care of that baby, continue to grow and allow God to raise you up, he'll grow you into degrees. He'll grow you into business. He will grow you in your mind, grow you to a place you didn't even know was possible, but you got to grow with them babies. God wants to have you to help you to know that he can give you influence with people because you grow with the babies. Amen. Think about this. She's a slave, a Hebrew woman, but now she is employed by Pharaoh's daughter. Amen. I know it may seem like it now, but there's some Pharaoh daughters around here that want to help you get to somewhere in your life. But you got to be in position, the type of mama you got to be. you got to be praying for that baby. you got to be protecting that baby. Get in position with God so when the right time comes, God's willing to give it to you. God wants to do exceedingly abundantly more than you can think of as according to the power that works in you. God wants to blow your mind, but he can't blow your mind if you're not in line. Y'all ain't feeling me, but that's okay. God wants to blow your mind and get you somewhere in your life. But you got to be in position. This whole text is about position. Moses' mama's in the right position. She's hiding the baby. She's protecting the baby. She's praying for the baby. God gives her the vision to do something uh, that nobody ever thought of, build a little ark and send them in the river. She does all these things, and because she's followed these instructions, now she's in line to get the blessing. Amen. Yeah. God wants to bless you. Don't ever get it twisted. Yeah. But it's something about obedience to helps the blessing come back. Amen? Amen. Yeah. So, so, so Pharaoh's daughter has come. And, and, and gave, her, gave her and blessed her and all this stuff. But this shows the level of commitment she had to provide for her son. It's obvious that Sister Jochobel was a good mother. Why? Because she protected her baby for three months. She didn't let that happen to him. It's obvious that she's a good mother. That she loves her child. She prayed for her baby. How, how do we even get to the idea of building an ark and putting it in the river without having God give me some kind of revelation? That, that, that's not going to happen that, 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 That's not normal But that's not, that's not what normal people would do But then she provides for him Because she nursed him and took care of him But when it was time for him to be weaned Guess what She gave him back to Pharaoh's daughter to become her son I can imagine that was a hard day I can imagine Because she loved that baby And she thanked God that he gave the baby She could have reneged on her word She could have said God gave me this baby back I ain't letting him out of my sight again I know y'all are mothers. I know y'all. Let me try trapped like y'all ain't. God gave me this baby. I, I ain't letting him out of my sight. He ain't going nowhere. He's going to stay right here. He's going to grow up in this house next to me. Cuddle next to me. I don't care what nobody say. Baby, it's me and baby Moses. I don't care. <laughs> but I got to protect him. But guess what? If she were to protect him, a lot of would have went wrong. Because she's kept her word. And she was willing to sacrifice her son. Guess what? Living a better life changed everybody's life. Because guess what? Growing up in Pharaoh's house, he was able to get a better education. Yeah, he was in the king now. He got, he got teachers to teach him all kinds of stuff. he get better arithmetic, better reading, better understanding, uh, better uh, 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 physical activity. He's leaps and bounds above all the slaves that are Hebrews. This is the sacrifice she made for her son. It was her son that led all the Hebrews to be free from Egyptian bondage. So if she would have kept Moses and then give them back to, the, to Pharaoh's daughter, the Egyptians wouldn't have been able to get out of slavery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just came to encourage a mother too to keep on doing what you're doing. Keep on pushing and keep on going. Uh, you might not have the harvest guy. You might not have the harvest that you want right now, but don't stop sacrificing for your children. It, is, it was powerful to sacrifice the seeds for your children. Uh, 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 check this out. That's how I know it's powerful to sacrifice for your children. My mama didn't know she was giving birth to a preacher let alone the pastor Farthest thing from her mind but she sacrificed for me and guess what mothers because uh, I understand some mothers are single and all these things and guess what when it was time for me to become a man she had to realize some things I can't teach them sometimes you got to give them to the man and let the man help them let the man help build up certain things because there's certain things that a mother you love them true enough but there's certain things you can't teach them as a man he has to grow to these things. So, so so, the mother says, you know what, i got to let him go. i got to give him back. And God will reveal his will to me. Sacrificing for your children, I know they don't always get it. I know they don't always understand. They have no idea the long nights you have. They have no idea the tears you cry. I had no idea. Me and my mom had a conversation one time. That's when I was out hanging out late and all that stuff. She was like, I used to call the hospitals. And if you was dead, I used to call the jail checking for you. I'm like, Dang, I was good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it w wasn't that way. But again, I had no idea. Yeah, really. The pain that I caused my mom. Yeah. By just being out late, ripping and running. But I understand that when you have kids, yeah. you understand. Yeah. Because this world is evil, this world is cruel, you never know what's going to happen. And sometimes it ain't about you. It could be that drunk driver that's hanging out late. Yeah. It could be at the wrong place at the wrong time and the bullets fly and they hit you because you're just passing by. It could be so much stuff going on. But I didn't understand the pain that I was causing. So even us, as, as we grow up, we must understand the sacrifice that parents make for us. And I know that the sacrifice that we make for our children, God will bless it. Why? Because God sacrificed his only son. Yeah, it was God who did not forsake his son for us. And I love this because why? We have no mothers without God because God is so awesome. and who he is, and I'm done. Uh, that he allows fathers to be fathers and mothers to be mothers. Think about this. God, without God, a mother wouldn't know how to be a mother. So it is at times in our lives, watch this, that God in his, in his providence plays the mother role to us. Yeah. That he helps us out. Because sometimes you need a mother's love to get you through things. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes you need a daddy to say, well get up and get on your horse. Get up and get moving. It's, it's Quit crying and quit complaining. So God puts this into us to help us build what our children up to be, who they called to be. So God is trying to help us he shows us by sacrificing his only son to save the world. That as a mother, as a parent, as a mother, that all your sacrifices are not in vain. That you love that child. That you pray for that child. You keep that child where they need to be. And God's going to bless it. But you got to make sure you're in a position to catch the blessing when it comes. Amen. Amen. Give God praise. Amen.